This is Molly Hemingway of The Federalist. Join me, my husband Mark of Real Clear Investigations, Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee, San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelioni, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod President Matt Harrison, and others for the 2023 Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 16th, and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Learn more at issuesetc.org. Making the Case, June 16th and 17th in Chicago. issuesetc.org. We suffer from this age of safetyism. We are caught up in a culture that idolizes being safe at all costs. And, and with that comes a selfishness. The left has essentially declared that only a wanted child is an image of dei child. Only a wanted child is a child that's made in the image of God. And, and if you're not desired, then you don't have any intrinsic value. And to say that whatever the major total obstacle is that they're facing, whatever hardship, to say that God has nothing to do with it, then sets sin or this fallen world as though it were its own God. It's absolutely true that the Bible norms the church's creeds, but these summaries of faith tell us precisely what the church believes the Bible is saying. Amateur home improvers in Italy love dishes, etc. I'm sure that uh, Jack Phillips, this baker in Colorado who has been in the news for going on a decade, would rather return to a life of obscurity, a life where he just plies his trade and sells his cakes, but they won't leave him alone. The state of Colorado seems hell-bent upon destroying Jack Phillips' life, and they'll go all the way to the Supreme Court, or at least in this case, the Colorado Supreme Court, to try and do it. Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in live on this Tuesday afternoon, the 31st of January. We talk about charges filed against the Colorado baker Jack Phillips for refusing to bake a cake celebrating transgenderism. Matt Sharp of Alliance Defending Freedom will be our guest. Pastor Tom Baker joins us to teach a Sunday school lesson on the crucifixion of Jesus in Matthew 27. Then Dr. Bill Weinrich will wrap up a series of Interviews we've been doing with him on the I Am statements in the book of John, the big one, I Am the Resurrection and the Life in John chapter 11. Matt Sharp is Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF is representing Jack Phillips. Matt, welcome. Thank you for having me. Refresh our memory, if you would, Matt. Who is Jack Phillips? Jack Phillips is a cake artist and owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado. Jack, for years, has served people from all walks of life and, and gladly serves anyone that walks into his shop. But there are certain custom, handmade cakes that he will not create if they express messages or promote ideas or beliefs that he cannot agree with because of his Christian faith. And so several years ago, Jack was asked to do a custom cake for a same-sex couple to celebrate their union. And after Jack declined to do so, he was dragged into court in Colorado through their Human Rights Commission, and that case took him all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. What's the latest chapter in the state of Colorado's attempts to compel speech from Jack? Well, the same day that the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to hear Jack's case when he declined to do the custom cake for the same-sex couple, an individual, an activist attorney there in Colorado, called in and was asking for a 
cake to celebrate a gender transition, a cake that was pink on the outside and blue on the inside to celebrate that this individual was though biologically a male identifying as a female. And for similar reasons, Jack declined to do so because it would violate with his understanding that males and females are created by God that way. So even after winning the first case at the U.S. Supreme Court, this second and third case are now ongoing. And recently, the Colorado Court of Appeals ruled against Jack and ruled that his right to free speech, his right to not be forced to create messages that violate his deepest convictions, had to give way to this oppressive Colorado law that was censoring him and compelling him to speak messages that he disagrees with. And so now Jack is going to be appealing that decision that violates his right to free speech to the Colorado Supreme Court. Give us the backstory here of these attempts in Colorado to compel speech. So we've seen how laws like Colorado's, these laws that elevate gender identity or sexual orientation to to a protected category, are being misused to go after people who have good faith disagreements about marriage or about what it means to be male and female. So we've seen in Jack's case several times now that he's been persecuted under these laws, where there, again, this activist attorney has said the the whole purpose of asking Jack to do this gender transition cake was to essentially force him to violate his beliefs, to correct the errors of Jack's thinking, is is how this activist attorney described it. And unfortunately, this is one of many cases like this that ADF has been involved in, not only in Colorado, but across the country. So we've got another case involving Lori Smith, the owner of 303 Creative that likewise under Colorado's law, she's being forced as a graphic artist to create speech and messages that she disagrees with. Why did the Supreme Court's decision in 2018, Masterpiece Cake Shop v. Colorado Civil Rights Commission, why did that ruling fail to stop Colorado's ongoing harassment of Phillips? In the first case where involving the cake celebrating the same-sex wedding, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission when ruling against Jack, compared his beliefs about marriage, beliefs that even the the U.S. Supreme Court recognized are honorable beliefs held by people of good faith, it compared Jack's beliefs about marriage to being no different than those of Nazis or others affiliated with the Holocaust. Based on that, the Supreme Court directly recognized that the government cannot show hostility towards people of faith, which is exactly what Colorado did when it compared Jack's beliefs to Nazi beliefs. And so on that basis alone, the Colorado reversed and ruled in favor of Jack. But the Supreme Court did not address the bigger issues, the the issues of free speech, of whether Jack's cake artistry is protected by the First Amendment and whether the First Amendment does indeed protect him from being prosecuted under Colorado civil rights law. So you had mentioned 303 Creative v. LNS. Tell us about that case. Yeah, so as I mentioned, Lori Smith is the owner of 303 Creative, where she does graphic design, website design, and among the things she wants to do is websites for couples to celebrate weddings. Lori saw what happened to Jack Phillips in her state. She saw how Colorado was going after Jack again and again and again, and didn't want to be dragged through that same civil rights commission process that Jack did. And so she challenged Colorado's law, where Colorado admitted, yes, we would force you to create custom websites that violate your beliefs about marriage. And the Court of Appeals there actually acknowledged that what Lori does is free speech. It is constitutionally protected speech, but nonetheless said that the state of Colorado can force Lori 
to create messages and celebrate events that she disagrees with. And Lori, like Jack, works with people from all walks of life and has actually worked with LGBT individuals. But she just doesn't want to be forced to create messages to celebrate events that violate her convictions. And so the Supreme Court took Lori's case, and this was argued just this past December, specifically focusing on this question of free speech. And based on the argument, we're hopeful that the Supreme Court is going to affirm that the First Amendment protects the right of creative individuals like Lori, like Jack and others, and that they can't be compelled to speak or create messages that they disagree with. Why does the Colorado government feel the need to force people to say things they don't believe? It's very troubling because you don't have to agree with Jack or Lori. You don't have to share their beliefs to recognize that a government that has the power to tell them what they must speak, what they must create, has the power to tell any of us what we must speak or create. And I think that's something that ought to trouble all of us. And so it's very disappointing to see Colorado abandon its duty as the government to be the defender of our constitutional freedom and rather be the one that is going to punish people because it disagrees with their beliefs. And I think this represents a broader pattern of intolerance for people with certain beliefs. And that's why we're so encouraged to see Jack and Lori and others like them stand up and say, all we're asking for is the same freedom that everyone else has to live consistent with our beliefs, to operate our businesses consistent with our values without fear of government punishment. I also noticed that we don't hear about LGBTQ activists asking Jewish or Muslim-owned businesses to violate their beliefs. Why do you think, at least in this case, Christians are being singled out? Well, I think a few things. Number one, as we saw with Jack's first case, sometimes there is just hostility towards traditional Christian beliefs on some of these issues. But I also think more and more we are seeing people from all walks of life being censored or compelled to speak messages that they disagree with. We're seeing it happen with kids in public schools and universities being forced to affirm beliefs or ideologies they disagree with. We're seeing it in cases like Jack and Lori's. And I think more and more, as I mentioned earlier, we're becoming a society that forces conformity rather than respecting a diverse set of ideas and beliefs. And so I think it is weird if this persists, and if we do not turn the tide on this and and can take a strong stance for protecting everyone's right to speak freely, we're going to see every one of us eventually be targeted because someone in power, some government official, disagrees with our beliefs. And that's why a victory for Lori, in her case of the U.S. Supreme Court, a victory for Jack is truly a victory for every American, regardless of their religious beliefs or walk of life, a victory for every American's right to speak and live freely. Matt Sharp is Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF is representing Jack Phillips. You'll find a link to Alliance Defending Freedom on the Talk on Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Matt, thanks. Thanks for having me. Pastor Tom Baker joins us next. We'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on the crucifixion of Jesus in Matthew 27. You can meet and hear journalists Mark and Molly Hemingway, LCMS President Matt Harrison, San Francisco Archbishop Salvatore Cordelioni, Pastor Peter Bender of the Concordia Catechetical Academy, and Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 16th and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. For more information, visit issuesetc.org 
or call 618-223-8385. The Lutheran Church Missouri Synod's life ministry is thousands of people sharing Christ's love and mercy and giving witness to our Lord's creation of life, His design for marriage and the family, and the God-given value of all human life from conception to natural death. Working with many partners, LCMS Life Ministries sponsors human care efforts that meet the needs of body and soul and provides resources and educational events for all ages. To learn more, email lifeministry at lcms.org and visit lcms.org life. Your comprehensive source for information, teaching, and truth. You're listening to Issues Etc. If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Dr. Russell Dawn, President of Concordia University, Chicago. Indeed, the quest for truth is at the core of a university's purpose. The liberal arts, illuminated by the revealed truths of Scripture, are powerful for equipping students for a life of self-governance. A disciple is one who follows the Master. So what does it mean to follow Jesus? He said that it means to take up one's cross. The cross is thus the symbol of dying for others, of dying to self for the sake of serving others. And a life of service is a life well-lived. Truth, Freedom, Vocation. Concordia University, Chicago. cuchicago.edu